Hi, everyone. Welcome to Joshua Live. I'm Gary Temple Bodley. Today's conversation is all about the Ascension journey. The Ascension journey is the journey from fear to love, from not understanding who we are to truly understanding who we are. And it all starts at our first human life, whether that was a thousand lives ago, a hundred lives ago, 10 lives ago, whatever it was, we've been on this journey for a long time. And those of us who are interested in this information and these teachings are pretty far along on that journey. And in this life, we intended to accelerate that journey so that in this lifetime, we would come to discover who we truly are, our authentic selves. And in this episode, Joshua explains all about that Ascension journey and is very interesting. So I hope you really enjoy this episode. The Ascension Experience is a course that Joshua channeled through me uh, earlier this year or late last year. And it's a course or it's a group of 13 courses. They're all four weeks long. And we're starting the next uh, course on Monday. This course, the first one is alignment. And this is really the basis of it all. However, there's um, 11 courses that we've done so far. And if you go to the teachings of Joshua.com and check on the Ascension experience, you'll see all the courses that we have for this uh, next group of courses. There'll be a coupon code you can use to get $50 off. The courses are normally $297. So use the code 50 off and you'll get $50 off of that one, off of anyone you choose. But if you can start with the alignment course, that's probably the best way to go. Again, any course you want is perfectly designed for you. So I think you'll get it. But it is, as we've gone through it now with about 100 people going through the Ascension experience, um, you can really see that each course adds on to the previous one. And so it's like this accumulation. It's all about deliberate creation. So the last course, um, which are two courses away from, will be deliberate creation. And this will be when you get to this state of neutrality, you'll be able to create anything deliberately. You can't really create what you want based in yourselves as a victim. So you have to get to the state of neutrality and all the courses go through all the different subjects to bring you to the state where you can create anything you want deliberately. So it's very interesting and uh, check that out. You'll see some people's comments and what they think about it. And if you have any questions about it, you can always contact me at garybodley at gmail.com. Also remember to like and subscribe to this podcast, follow it, share it with your friends, put it on Facebook, do whatever you can to spread the word. All of our new people coming in are brought to us from existing people who have gone through the courses and people who are listening to the podcast. So we really appreciate everything you do. We don't do any advertising or anything like that. It's all word of mouth. So uh, leave a comment if you can. That'd be great. Love to read your comments. And a review is awesome. So thanks for being here. And let's get started. We are thrilled to be here. Hi, Joshua. Hi, Joshua. Hi, Joshua. Hi, Joshua. Would you like to know exactly how this whole entire system of physical reality works? Would you like to know where you are on your timeline, on your journey? Would you like to know what you've been intending all along the way and who you are as a soul? Well, it's very simple. This platform of physical reality, which you call Earth, is one of many platforms. And you chose to come here because this platform offers something a little bit more tangible, a little bit more real. The illusion in this platform is more dense, we would say, than almost all other platforms. It's a very interesting place to be. 
And those of you who have come here have come in many incarnations and many lifetimes, and you've all moved along a journey of self-discovery, all unique but similar, following a similar pathway. And so we'll explain it from the beginning. You are existing in the non-physical. You have not yet had a human physical experience, but you are very interested in what this experience can offer you in terms of expansion. You understand yourself as one with all that is, as the creator of your existence, as eternal and magnificent, as a pure being of love, connected to source consciousness, connected to source itself. You don't feel separated in any way. And so you say, well, how can I expand this understanding of what all of this is and who I am and all these things? Of course, you don't talk to yourself in terms of singular individual, I am, but you know that through more experience, you will gain wisdom and insights and the power that is you, the magnificence that is you, the love that is you will expand in knowing. And so many lifetimes ago, you embarked upon your first experience and possibly that was very brief, very short. And you were uncomfortable in that experience because it was so alien to you. Imagine this limitless being being put into a body and experiencing limitation. It is so unusual the first few times that it is brief and you don't want to hang around too long. You weren't able to get so comfortable with it. So you come in again and again and again, and with each life you get more comfortable and more comfortable. And so imagine that you have had, for instance, a hundred lives. The purpose of the hundred lives is all expansion and it works on a timeline. So imagine the first time you came in, you didn't really understand physical reality. You didn't understand the limitation and the fear aspect of it. And you came in with very low emotional sensitivity because the wiser part of you understands that this is simply an experience and that all you're ever doing is feeling something. So you chose a lower emotional sensitivity because you knew that you would encounter fears and, and limiting beliefs and limitations, and that would not feel good because you would know for sure that you would choose a perspective that was limited. And as you came into another life and another life, you ascended towards more knowing, more understanding, more expansion. And each time you came in, you came in with a bit higher emotional sensitivity. You have experienced everything that you've wanted to experience, sorrow and joy and everything in between, limitation and abundance. You've been male and female, rich and poor, leaders and the followers, weak and strong. In this life, you have come to an inflection point where you said, this is the time when one has the ability to understand more about what's actually going on in physical reality and who they are due to, to the technology, the communication, and the inherent freedom that is available in most of the world at this time. You said, this is the time that I will come in to awaken fully to who I truly am and how the system works. And so that vibration then was culminating within you from the the very first incarnation you ever had. And it was growing and growing and growing. 
You would have a human experience. You would birth desires. You would not let those desires manifest. You were resistant to those desires. You believed that they could not manifest, but they were building within you. And so you would return to the non-physical. You would choose a new life. You choose new experiences. You choose a new personality. You choose the new family to be born into, the time and place of your birth. All of these things that would come to allow the past desires to be manifest to some degree. And so the life that you're living now is simply the culmination of all the lives that you lived before and all the desires that you've had within you, building within you with each life, now that you're able to let a lot of those come in. And so for most of you, you're actually living the most abundant life, the most free life of any previous incarnation. Whether you see that or not, whether you, that's your perspective or not, this is the fact of the matter. In fact, as you go from one life to another, you become more free, become more abundant, and know yourself even more. So now you've come to this time in physical reality and on Earth where awakening is a very real possibility for many humans. And you've come to the forefront of this new approach to life and this new idea about who you are, and you're having these experiences and you're playing with these ideas that you can process limiting beliefs, that you can create and practice a daily spiritual routine that will create exponential ascension. Ascension to the point where, for the first time in all of your incarnations, you realize that, oh, wow, what if I actually am the creator of my reality? What if this is nothing more than a platform of self-discovery? What if I can be, have, and do anything? What if I'm worthy of anything I desire? What if I can come to know who I truly am, can come to know how I serve, and can come to be a deliberate creator of all of this, to not feel so disconnected, to not feel so isolated as an individual, to understand that my entire reality is me, that there is nothing separate from me, and that I'm the creator of this entire thing. That culmination began in your first incarnation. And each life has led you closer and closer and closer to this fantastic, incredible realization that not only are you perfect, not only that every, everyone else is perfect, but the entire system is designed to bring you out of the illusion of imperfection and into the truth of perfection. Well, what would this mean if you could get out of that illusion? It would mean that there's really nothing to fear because within that illusion is the base fear that you are not the creator of your reality and that you could lose what you've created. Well, if you are the creator of your reality and you're generating your reality in every moment, then loss is not possible. If everything you've ever created was based in love and love is perfect, then everything you've ever done is also based in love and also perfect. That you've been perfect the entire time, that everyone else is perfect, that everyone else is here on their own journey of self-discovery, that everyone has a unique journey of self-discovery, and therefore everyone is worthy of their journey. Now, because you're so emotionally sensitive, you can understand where you are on that journey. Why would you choose to be so emotionally sensitive in physical reality? when all these bad things seem to be happening all around the place and that you can feel such intense negative emotion when something appears to be happening to you because you knew that you would come to the realization that nothing is ever happening to you. It's always happening for you. You knew you would understand this. And you also knew that you needed to have a very high emotional sensitivity, very high emotional 
frequency so that you would absolutely know when you're perceiving the illusion and when you're perceiving the truth. And then you get involved in this Ascension experience in the boot camps and you're doing this practice and you find that you're becoming even more emotionally sensitive. And then you're realizing that this is actually a superpower and that the more emotionally sensitive you can become, the more you will realize when you're back in the illusion, when you're perceiving something is wrong, when you're looking at yourself as if you were a victim and when you're in alignment. When you're in alignment, that's where all your deliberate creative powers happen. Because in alignment, you now receive the inspiration and that inspiration moves you exponentially ascending to higher levels of self-discovery, self-awareness, clarity, courage, faith, and to reveal your ultimate soul's purpose. Your ultimate soul's purpose. Why are you here now? What are you here to do now? What are you here to be now? Why have you chosen all these innate talents and attributes that just seem to be with you from the time you were born? All the things that you're good at, all the things that you're interested in, all the things you love, all your passions, all of those things were chosen by you because you knew in this lifetime you'd have the greatest opportunity to discover who you are, to really realize that you are the creator of your reality, that nothing is off limits, that you've never actually truly been limited, that all those limitations are self-imposed by limiting beliefs that you adopt along the way. Now, can you imagine all the limiting beliefs that you picked up along your way through all your different incarnations as a human on earth? The greatest limiting belief that you have is you're not the creator of your reality because you were told that you were imperfect. You were told the things could happen to you. You were told again and again and again that you could lose loved ones. You could lose your money. You could lose things. You were never told that you were the creator of it all. And now you're being told that you are the creator and that you are perfect. And all of those limiting beliefs, even most of your beneficial beliefs are never true. They were never true. They were all based in the illusion. In truth, there's only one thing that's true. You are love. Love is perfect. Therefore, you and your entire reality is perfect as well. Now, you come from this perspective from the time of your first incarnation that was highly limited. Each incarnation was a slightly less limited than it was before, but still radically limited compared to who you truly are. Now you come to these teachings. Something within you has drawn you to this information. Whether you're listening to this now, whether you're listening to this as a recording, whether you're listening to this 20, 30, 50, 100 years from now, something within you has drawn you to this information. Something there. What is there? It is the vibration of knowing who you are. And that vibration has guided you every step of your journey to come to where you are now with the realization that, yes, you are the creator of your reality. And yes, there is a way to create what you want deliberately. And yes, it's through neutrality and not through your desires and your preferences and all the things you think you want. It's based in who you truly are, the version of you that exists in the non-physical, that pure, positive, magnificent, eternal, limitless being of love that exists in the non-physical is the same person as you in the physical. Simply, your perspective is different. When you can drop the perspective of the physical reality and adopt the perspective of the non-physical, you will understand who you are 
why you're here, and how this entire system was set up for your growth and expansion. And with that, we'd like to talk to you about anything you'd like to talk about. Who'd like to start? I have a question. Yes, so I was jumping in on the zero point that you talked about last week, and I'm completely aware of the fact that I create the conditions around me to keep my vibration up. And so that was really interesting to me. I search for fun. I avoid things that I know are going to be difficult, maybe even people. So I was trying to figure out how to soften that experience of having other people around me or getting into situations that maybe aren't going to keep my vibe up, but still be able to. And I couldn't figure out how to balance that. Can you talk about that? This is a brilliant question. When you first get involved in these teachings and general spirituality teachings, you're taught to keep your vibration high. You're taught to think about positive things. Think about the positive aspects. Look for the good in everything but you're not taught, to, taught about the things you think are wrong or bad. You're not taught to think about negative emotion. You believe that negative emotion is bad because it'll bring down your vibration. So you want to avoid any situation where you could encounter negative emotion. Well, you're not avoiding it because you're afraid it'll bring down your vibration. You're avoiding it because it doesn't feel good. The negative emotion comes and you don't feel good, and you equate that to a lower vibration. Well, of course, it is a lower vibration. But remember, it has nothing to do with the conditions. The people outside you, no matter how honorary they are, have no power whatsoever to make you feel anything. That's the victim. Of course, if you're not well-grounded yet, you might want to avoid those things because you are on a momentum of feeling better and better and better. Let's say that you have a relative that you don't really like, you don't really have fun with, they're very negative, but you feel some need or some requirement to be in their presence. And they invite you over and you say, okay, okay, I'll come over. You don't really want to go because you know they're just going to talk about the news and they're going to talk about how bad life is and they're going to talk about politics and talk about religion, talk about all these things that don't resonate with you. And you know that in that environment where everyone else is as well and, and everyone's in fear, that you're going to be influenced by them and you just want to get out of there because it doesn't feel good. But they're not the cause of you not feeling good. The cause of you not feeling good is your perspective about them is your perception of yourself with them. It's your inner self saying, joy. You're looking at them from a limited perspective as if they're wrong. You're wishing they would be different than they are so you could feel better. You're relying on outside conditions to make you feel something. And when you rely on outside conditions to make you feel something because you know it's a perfect reflection to how you're feeling, and you're saying, I wish that reflection was different because this reflection is making me feel bad, well, then you're perceiving yourself as a victim and not the creator of your reality. The creator realizes, oh, this invitation came from someone who's honorary and in fear. This will be interesting to go and see if I can maintain my perspective, not my vibration, my perspective. It's the same thing, but let's just use the term perspective. If you walked into that house with those honorary people, knowing that you were the being of love that you are, knowing that they're on their journey perfectly as they are, 
knowing that they're only going to be a reflection of how you perceive yourself. You would walk in there and you would simply express love. And we say, when we say express love, we mean acceptance. It would be unconditional acceptance. So the condition is that house and those people. When you walk into that condition, you say, I wish the conditions were better so I could feel better. That's the perception of the victim. When you walk into those conditions and say, the conditions cannot make me feel anything, I'm going to choose how I respond to these conditions from a higher perspective of myself as a magnificent eternal being of pure positive love and acceptance. I'm going to simply express love. Now, if you can go in there and be neutral, knowing that there's nothing they can say to actually make you feel anything. There's nothing they can do to actually make you feel anything. You're going to either choose a higher perspective and feel good or choose a limited perspective and feel bad. You're going to go in there and say, oh, I wish they were different. I wish they wouldn't talk about this. I wish they had better food. I wish I wasn't even here. I wish I didn't have to drive here. I wish I wouldn't have to drive home. That's looking at it from a limited perspective and your inner self is saying, no, Joy, no. This is not the truth. This is the illusion still. That's why you're feeling negative emotion because you're buying into the illusion that they're wrong or bad. So you walk in there now knowing who you are, knowing who they are, knowing how the system works, knowing that you've lived countless lives to this point, that you're on a much higher vibrational level, understanding much more about who you are and how the system works than they are. They've only lived a few lives. They're not very emotionally sensitive. They're not older souls. They're just starting this whole ascension process themselves. And that's why they're together. Except they're far enough along their journey to know you. Because you said, I will come here and I will be an example for you to follow. I will be the one shining example of alignment, of unconditional love. They don't have any other examples. Everyone else they know is in fear, complaining, whining, having things happen to them, dissatisfaction, suffering, efforting, struggling. That's what they know because that's what they do when they're in fear and when they're early in the journey. Now, they're not so emotionally sensitive, so it doesn't feel as bad as you imagine it might feel. To you, that life would feel terrible. They're prepared for everything they go through, literally anything that they're going through. They're perfectly prepared. They have all their tools in their backpack for this experience, so you don't have to ever worry about them. If you're guiding a group of hikers and you're a master hiker, you've been hiking your whole life, you know the woods, you know everything, and these newcomers come along and they're worried about the bears and worried about the lack of water or the cold or the heat or whatever it is, you don't say, toughen up. You say, don't worry, it'll be fine. Just follow me. There's not much farther to go. I'll show you the way exactly. I've done this a lot of times before. You are compassionate with them. So you get into law of attraction and you say, focus on the good things, think positive thoughts, and everything will work out. Well, that's true because everything's always working out. But you're still in the illusion if you're doing that. Not only is it great and wonderful to look at the positive aspects of everything and to be in appreciation and gratitude, that is very high vibrational and that is a great stepping stone. But the next stepping stone is to look at everything that you think is wrong everything that you fear, everything you think that is bad. And you say to yourself, why do I think that's bad? Why do I think it's wrong? The reason I think it's wrong is because that's how I can control it. If I think that's bad, I can avoid it. 
if I watch the news and see all the things that's bad, I can avoid all those things or control them in some way. No, you have to look at it and say, okay, there's a war going on over there. This war is going to culminate in more peace for the rest of the planet, including the people involved. They are all on their journey and they needed to experience war. They needed to experience victimhood. They needed to experience loss. They needed to experience all these things. That's the part of their journey. But you are on a different journey, so you don't need to experience those things. So you look at that and say, oh, isn't that great how one country is banding together and they're fighting for freedom and the rest of the world is supporting them and money's pouring in and equipment's pouring in and supplies are pouring in. And then the other country who who is led by a dictator, the people in that country don't have any control over it, but they're still on board with it. They're going to understand that the world is changing and they can no longer think of themselves as oppressors any longer. All of this is leading to more peace, more love, more understanding. And everyone who's involved in it is getting what they need in this incarnation. And when they return to the non-physical, they'll see it clearly and they'll choose a new life with more freedom and more abundance and more joy. You've already been through all those things before. You've had all those experiences. You've had every experience. And so now you're coming here and you're saying, okay, I understand that my vibration is what attracts the reality. My vibration is communicated to the universe by my mental construct. My mental construct is my set of beliefs, my set of pre-birth intentions, my perception of who I am, all these things. I don't need to raise my vibration I need to adjust that mental construct. In that mental construct has limiting beliefs, has a perception of yourself as unworthy, has a perception of yourself as not abundant or not free or whatever it is, all based in beliefs that are not true. So you don't even need to change your vibration. All you need to do is look at the beliefs. Are they empowering or limiting? So then you get to a stage here where you've processed limiting beliefs, processed limiting beliefs, maybe you've been doing this for a year or two, and as you do, fewer manifestation events come up. Things just seem a little bit easier. Internally, you're feeling better. You're thinking clearer. You're understanding more about what's going on here. You're starting to see yourself from this higher perspective as the creator on a journey of self-discovery. You're realizing that everything here is for expansion. You're expanding in every moment. You're focusing on your passions and your interests. You're letting go of, of all the dogma that was taught to you of how to live a good life, to be happy, all that nonsense of Western society, you're letting go. You're getting more at peace and harmony with how the system actually works. And so you are smoothing out your reality. Not so many highs, not so many lows. It's just smooth. You come to a place of tranquility, neutrality, and if you can bring it all in the moment, you'll get to that zero choice point. Now, the zero choice point means that you release your attachment to outcomes. You understand that what you think you want is not necessarily what you truly want. So you give up all those things. You understand that you have these fears, but the fears are all based in illusion that are not true. So in that zero choice point, you have no attachment to out outcome. You're not looking to make anything happen that will make you feel good, nor do you have any fear, 
nor are you worried about the future or regretting or resenting the past. You're bringing it all present in this moment of pure neutrality. In that neutral state, you receive inspiration. And because there's no fear, there's no preferences, there's no man-made desires, there's nothing else going on, you're just clear in that moment, you have zero choice. The inspiration comes and you just take action. That action is more powerful than any amount of effort and struggle than you've ever done in your life. Everything culminates from that action that you take there. And this is highly effective. What does the action do? Does it get you more money? Does it get you the relationship of your dreams? Does it get you the perfect health? We will say it gets you everything you truly want. And if all those things align with your journey of self-discovery, they must come in as well. But you don't care if they do or not. Your focus is on your journey of self-discovery. Is money beneficial to that journey? If it is, it'll come. Is health beneficial? If it is, it'll come. Is a relationship beneficial? If it is, it'll come. You don't care. All you're focused on is this journey of self-discovery to get to this inflection point where you suddenly get it. Oh my God, I've been the creator all these lives. All these lives. I thought I was a victim. I thought I was a victim. Oh my God, it was me creating this reality for this ascension journey to finally come to this awareness of who I truly am. That's where you are now. That's how the system works. You're on your way perfectly. All of you are, all of you who are on this call now, who are listening at a later date, whether it's 100 years in, in the future, you're ahead of the pack. You're the mavericks leading it. You came to be the leaders. So the joy and the thrill and the excitement and the energy of all these lives culminating in this one life where you finally discover, oh, the whole time, I could just be me. I never had to be anyone else. I could just be me. And there's nothing else going on in the non-physical. This is where you want to be. This is the place to be. We couldn't wait to get into these bodies. We couldn't wait to come together. We couldn't wait to meet each other. We couldn't wait to have these conversations. We couldn't wait to make love to each other and play with each other and do all these fun things with each other. We couldn't wait. We never had to fight. We never had to worry. We never had to suffer. All of that is done now. We've done all of that. And now you're coming down the other side of the mountain. It's all easy. It's all fun. It's all clear. It all makes sense. It's so brilliant. Of course, this was how it was designed. There is no other way. This is where we want to be because there's nothing going on in the non-physical. You can't have a conversation. You can't eat anything. You can't have sex. You can't laugh. Well, you laugh, but you can't. There's no reason to. Here, you get to discover. That's what you want to do because you're an ex intrepid explorer. You get to discover. So stop worrying about what's outside and just play and have fun and discover. That's all you have to do. That was brilliant. Thank you. It just fills me up. I can't wait to listen to it again. Thanks. Yes. Uh, this is Jojo. I, early in, um, I think it was Joy's question when you uh, answered it, you mentioned about grounding or not being grounded enough. Um, if So if you're, let's say you're in a car, you, you know, you can't meditate, you can't put your feet on the ground. Can you just share some alternative ways to ground, especially if like you're in public and you have like an anxiety attack or something, easier ways to ground? The way we would say it is if you find yourself in public 
having an anxiety attack, it'll be very difficult to bring yourself to the present moment, to ground yourself into that moment. For some reason, whatever's happening has triggered something within you, or maybe it's just old emotions flowing through you, but you feel negative emotion. In the past, you would look for some event outside of you to be the cause of your negative emotion. This is going away. The victim understands from their perspective that outside conditions are the only reason they feel anything. Something bad happens, they feel bad because that thing happened. If it didn't happen, they wouldn't feel bad. Something good happens, they feel good. They would never feel good if that good thing didn't happen. That's the reason they feel good. Therefore, they're constantly observing and like a rabbit watching for hawks. Where's the next thing going to come from? Is it going to be a good thing or a bad thing? I have no control over any of this. They're just wafting in the wind. When you come to realize that outside conditions cannot make you feel anything, you realize that you were never a victim of those conditions. You were always creator of those conditions. Yet, you've, over all your incarnations, you've stored this, this energy of negative emotion, of wrongness, of bad within you. In this lifetime, always worrying about what grade you were going to get, what people were going to say to you, were you going to go, go through a breakup, were you going to go through a financial difficulty, were you going to get injured, all these things, worry, 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 always trying to control, control, control. You're coming now to realize that conditions can't make you feel anything. So therefore, what's making you feel that way? And why do you think it feels bad? Why do you think negative emotion feels bad? Why do you think positive emotion feels good? You're still in duality, judging things as good and bad, including your emotions. So you come along to this intellectual idea that nothing outside of you can make you feel anything and that intellectually, good emotions and bad emotions are neither good or bad. Everything is actually neutral. So that means that your perspective of it is the creator of all the good or the bad. So when you ground yourself, You'll have to talk to yourself. You'll have to talk to yourself through it. If you're deeply in fear and anxiety, you're going to have to take a break. Maybe you remove yourself. Maybe you go home. Maybe sit quietly by yourself. But soon enough, you'll understand that the emotions that are wafting through you are not necessarily good or bad and are not necessarily tied to anything. They could just be coming out because as you ascend, the trapped emotions are released. And so you will feel the emotions and you look around and you say, why am I so giddy? There's nothing great happening. Or why do I feel so bad? There's nothing bad happening. And these emotions are just coming through you. The more neutral you get on all these things, the more you release the emotions. And the more of a victim you've perceived yourself to be in this lifetime, the more stored negative emotions are in there that are wanting to be released. So... Always look at it from the higher perspective, no matter what's happening. I'm perfectly fine in this moment. In fact, even though I feel anxious, nothing is actually happening. So this is just a release of stored emotion. I can let it go. I know that in an hour or a few hours or a day or a week or at some point, I'll be in alignment again. I'll feel good again. So what if I could just sit here, even in this crowd of people, and not want to leave, not want to do something else, not want to go for a drink or 
or get out of there, not want to change the conditions? What if I can stay in those conditions even though I'm feeling negative emotion? Now, every time before this, when I felt negative emotion, I always tried to change the conditions either by fighting against what was happening or by running away from what was happening. So I was treating what was happening just like I was treating an actual physical event that could harm me in some way, flight or fight. What if I just sat with it, did this one thing a little bit differently than I had always done before? Now, we want to present this idea to you, is that there is this evolution going on, this ascension going on, and that every step of your ascension, the universe is going to make it so that it knows if you're ready to move forward. The universe is going to set things up, and we don't want to call them tests or anything, but if you're acting the same old way when you feel negative emotion, well, you're not really ready for ascension to the next step. Until you change how you react to the same old thing, you're not going to display to the universe that you're ready to move forward. And so when you are ready to change your reaction to the same old things, the same old negative feelings, the same old events that keep happening, when you start to be okay with it, accept it, express love to it, and then choose a new behavior based on your actual evolution or your actual ascension or your actual new idea about yourself, when you make a new decision, a new behavior, a new reaction, the universe says they're ready. They're ready for the next thing. And every time you take a step on that ascension progress, everything gets easier. Everything gets lighter. Everything gets more fun. All the trapped emotion gets released. So you'll have to go through the stage where you're used to reacting to things, normal to feel bad when this bad thing happens, normal to feel good when this good thing happens, to realize that doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what's happening. You are absolutely in control of your perspective and your emotions at the time. When something bad happens, you can sit there with it. You can feel it. You can let it come and go. And you can know that it will always go because you've had enough experience to know that when something happens that triggers you, that triggers a limiting belief where you feel that negative emotion, eventually it goes away. With time, you'll gain perspective. And from that perspective, the negative emotion can be released because you'll see it differently. But you can also do that in the moment, in any moment. We want to caution you here, though. It's great to practice choosing a higher perspective in the moment to alleviate the negative emotion. But you're still controlling the negative emotion. You're still doing something. What if you didn't do anything? What if you just said, everything's perfect. I know I'm fine. I can feel the emotion. I know it'll pass. Let's just sit with it. And then it passes. Then you go one step further. Oh, this is a feeling that I once termed negative. I know that there is no positive or negative, that everything's neutral. It's just my habit of choosing to say that this is a bad emotion. What if I saw this in a new light? What if I allowed it to come through and really realized that that's not actually a bad emotion? That that's actually the feeling of love. I can feel it in my heart center. 
I can feel it right here in the center of my chest. That's the same place I feel love. That must be love because everything is love. When you get to that level, you've reached this place of neutrality, this zero choice point. When you bring it all into this present moment and feel whatever you're feeling, you are now deeply, strongly, eternally connected to source. And that's the greatest achievement that you can have in any lifetime. Thank you. Excellent. Who's next? Can I ask a question? Yes. Hi. I'm really interested in this zero choice point and neutrality. And I can see the control if I'm you know, searching for joy and acting on things to get more joy and the control when I'm in fear and, you know, pushing past it. I want to know more about this zero choice point in a situation that I'm currently in. Now, my husband and I are choosing a preschool and he wants to stay at the current preschool for my son. And I want to move him to a different experience, something, you know, that I think would be fun on my journey. I think my son would benefit from it and have fun and like either way, it's totally fine. But like, there's a deadline we have to decide tomorrow. And then like the zero choice point, like, ah, just let it go. Like, what do I need to know about this, about being neutral, but making decisions with my husband, you know, and we're not seeing eye to eye. Excellent. So you've already received the inspiration. You found the school. It lit you up. It's interesting. It's well-suited for your son. You can see it. It's clear to you. But there's something inside you that is becoming a reflection of doubt and worry and insecurity and change. Maybe the change is not good. Maybe we'll make a bad decision. Maybe something it won't be as good for my son. Maybe it'll be too much money. Maybe we'll, we'll have to do this and that and the other thing. Whatever it is, that doubt is reflected from your husband. Now, you say, if you, husband, would just agree with me, I'd feel better. Why can't you just agree with me? Why do you always have to fight me? Why can't you just give me my way? Why right. can't you trust me? Well, how can he sure. trust you when you don't trust yourself? You see, right. he's simply reflecting the doubt that you have. Right. Now, if you understood that that inspiration you received was perfect for you and your son and your husband. If you had no doubts, if you had total faith in that inspired idea that you received, because you received it in alignment, if you understood that it was exciting and interesting, it wasn't there to change the conditions, nothing else was going that was wrong, it just came in as this new opportunity. You said to yourself, I trust that this is the right thing we're all involved right now because it's coming from inspiration where's my doubt oh um what if it's I'm about wrong? money what if the money is not available what right. if all these things yeah okay let's work on those first so okay. let's take the money let's imagine how this might work out well the universe always provides whatever i need when i need it to explore whatever i'm exploring I'm willing to push past the fear yes. to do this. And I'm in faith that the money will come. Yes. I'm also in faith that if it doesn't come and that if I have to pull him out of that school, the school that he will love so much that I also know that's true as well. When I look at the money, I'm looking way ahead in the future. 
I'm not looking at this very present moment. I can't see where it's going to come. Of course, I'd feel more comfortable if I knew exactly where it was going to come from. Then all the obstacles would be cleared out of my path and I could act. But when you receive inspiration, those obstacles cannot be cleared ahead of time. The inspiration is actually only coming because there are obstacles ahead. Those obstacles will reshape your belief system, manifestation events. You can choose to clear them or not, but where you're going on your vibrational journey has to go through those obstacles. You have limiting beliefs that will be solved when you process your limiting beliefs as you face those obstacles. Now, you can imagine the obstacles now, and you can work on your limiting beliefs now. But let's imagine that you processed all your limiting beliefs, that you got very clear, that you understood. Then you would go into another zero-choice point where new inspiration would come. So you did all your pre-paving. You have pure faith that this, this idea is for the benefit of all. It's interesting, exciting, but your husband is showing you a reflection of doubt. So you yes. go process your limiting beliefs. You don't yep. worry about your husband. You don't want to change him at all. You thank him for that reflection. You look right. internally where are those doubts. You process all those doubts. You get to another state of alignment. You bring it all into that moment. You're neutral about what's going to happen in the future, what happened in the past, whatever. You're, you're releasing your attachment to outcome, and you get into another zero-choice point. Then the inspiration comes. Maybe I should take him to the school. Maybe I should show him this list of all these people who talked about the school. Maybe I should have yes. a whole proposal written out clearly that <laughs> underlines the benefits of this compared to not changing. Make a PowerPoint. You could, yeah. whatever the inspiration okay. is, because you've become clear on it and you're presenting it to him in a loving way, knowing that that he's going to be the reflection of you and that he yeah. is also on his journey and that he's also possibly in a bit more fear than you, you yeah. can help him get through it and make that decision. What he's picking I, up on is your doubt. When you have right. no doubt, he will see it clearly. He can't see it until you see it. Got it. So thank you for all of that because I got to a point where I wanted to push past fear and just go with it anyway, but it's our decision and it affects both of us. And I can clearly see after telling him that, that it is the reflection of me, that doubt that he has, and I can clean that up because I wanted to push past it anyway, regardless of what he's saying or feeling. But then at the same time, I felt like it was distrustful to do that, you know, and I don't think that I've cleared up that doubt enough and that's my next step that I'm going to do and then wait to see what inspired action I should take after that. Excellent point. So imagine that you're very clear and that you found this wonderful idea that you're very excited about it and you present it to him and he comes back with something negative. Now, him arguing with you is triggering one of your limiting beliefs. Why is he arguing? Why can't he do And then you dip down to the consciousness of fear you receive an urge to change the condition. And that urge is, I'm just going to do it anyway without him. But you know that that is not the highest vibrational means to accomplish what the yeah. intent is of this inspiration. Now, we'll also remind you that the inspiration may not necessarily be to go to the school. Okay. You can't know what the, what the inspiration will lead to. Maybe the entire point of this inspiration is to get you clear 
before you present anything to your husband. Yeah. Once yeah. you get clear, also, once you solve every yeah. possible wobble in yes. your vibration, and yeah. then you present something to anyone else, and we don't care if it's a, a mate, a friend, a coworker, an employer, or a yep. customer, you get clear first, otherwise that person's going to be the reflection of your own doubt. Yeah. And I think that's what's going to help me along the path to understanding zero neutrality, because am I controlling conditions? Am I processing my limiting beliefs enough to get to the next place? I don't even know what the next place is for me. And I'm controlling it if I think it's this preschool and maybe it's not. But all I know is that I got to push past fear and I got to process my limiting beliefs because what what's on the other side of that is what I truly want. And that freedom and that clarity and the satisfaction and it could be totally off on a different tangent so i think i'm in a good spot right now to just chill and you know continue on this journey of clearing it out clearing all of it out you've got it thank you excellent i'd like to share something joshua yes jen so you said something that made me laugh out loud earlier which was the whole time you know, this moment of like the whole time. Um, and I'm in this show now and it's based on a movie and there's this really famous line that my character said in the movie, which is the whole time, the whole time. <laughs> and it's, and um, you also said many times today, you are talking about bringing it all in, into the present moment. Let's talk about where you just started with this. So your show is Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. And the characters, ex-husband is Mrs. Doubtfire. That's right. It's all illusion. <laughs> all illusion the whole time. The whole time, the whole time. So your character was under the impression that this was an English lady the entire time. Operating yes. in this relationship <laughs> with this person as if you had no idea who it was, as if your character had no idea who it was. That's right. The whole time. Now, come <laughs> to the realization of who it actually is Imagine that point of awakening. Oh, yes. I get to do it eight times a week. <laughs> In that case, however, it wasn't the outcome she was thinking it was. That's right. There's another step that has But to imagine if she could see it. If she could see it for what it was. There's a reason that there's only a few of you at this level on this journey of awakening. Imagine going to the cashier snapping your fingers and having them realize who they are in that moment. They are connected to source consciousness. They are the powerful creator of the reality. Everything that they've done, they've done for them on purpose. Everything has been perfect. They're perfect. Imagine that. But would it be of any benefit? Don't they still need that journey? Is there any rush? Isn't this part of the journey so interesting and exciting and fun? But the old part is fun too, because we promise you a lot of them would rather go back into that because they need the experiences first before they come to this higher level. They need the emotional sensitivity because if you gave them the awareness that they were the absolute creators of their reality, that they were pure source consciousness emerging in a physical realm for the purpose of his expansion and all the limitations and all the control and all the things that they had done, they wouldn't know what to do with it. It would be too intense. 
And so this ascension experience is naturally done over a period of lifetimes. It could be a thousand lifetimes. It could be a hundred lifetimes. It could be 10 lifetimes. It doesn't matter. But there's a journey that needs to take place. And since this journey is eternal, once you get to this point, well, there'll be more things and deeper stuff and more interesting things. But once you awaken to this, out of this illusion and to this truth, just the intellectual idea of it gives you so much more opportunities for pure growth, divine expansion, and deliberate creation. If you told the cashier that they were actually the creator and they could be, have, and do anything without realizing that they've been in the illusion so long that all their desires are based in lack and fear, they would try to change everything and control everything. So you have to come on this journey, especially in this lifetime, to come from this perception of yourself as a victim, but somehow you know that wasn't never true, to understanding the creator, which absolutely resonates, to then realizing that what you th all the stuff you thought you wanted, well, that was based generally in lack, that all the stuff that you have now is exactly perfect for you now. And in fact, that every experience you've ever had is perfect because you've always been perfect. Once you understand that, then you're not worried about the past and you're not worried about the future. So the fear dissipates. The fear has to dissipate for you to become clear on your next step. Because if you're holding on to things you think you want in fear of loss, you won't let the inspiration come in and you won't take the next step. Imagine right now that you get the offer to work on a farm in France. That's nothing you ever thought you wanted before. But somehow it seems interesting. But then you think, well, what about my husband? What about my kids? What about this, this show I have going on? What about all these things I've created? What about the house we just bought? We're just going to pick up and go to France and work on a farm? If that's the next step for you, that's everything you want. But because you're used to holding on to everything and perceiving yourself as not the creator of your reality and have actually manifested all these incredible things in your life, imagine letting it all go. Mm -hmm. We were talking with a friend earlier who was resisting a move, resisting a move, resisting a move, and then something happened where she had to move. She needed that time to ascend herself, to understand that this was the right step, that this is the next part of their journey, that everything is working out, that she not, does not need to hold on to what she has now, that no matter how beautiful her life is she created, it's going to be even better. She wasn't going willingly, so a manifestation event had to happen to give her a little nudge in the direction. It was a coming to terms with reality moment and all that she's learned. It took a little while, but she came to a state of acceptance and she saw, oh my God, that is the next step. That is where we need to be. It is perfect. And this manifestation event helped me see it. When Gary lost all his money, that manifestation event helped him go on this journey that led him here. So everything is available to you when you get neutral to it, 
And then you realize, aha, it was always available to me. All this stuff is not real. It's just a creation that I've created now that I don't have to hold on to. I am free. Because if you believe that you have to hold on to this career and this house and these, this location and this proximity to relatives and all these things, you limit yourself. Mm-hmm. You can't get neutral when you're worried about loss. When you're worried about anything, you can't get neutral. In that neutral state, that's where your inspiration is going to come to that is clear and pure. If you're holding on to ideals or attachment to outcomes or, or what you think you want, you're never going to get to that zero-point of neutrality because the desire is taking you out of neutrality because it's something right. you think you want. Right. If you're in fear that something bad may happen, you can't be in neutrality because you're worried about something bad may happen. So the inspiration that comes will be offset by the fear it won't ever get through or you won't be able to push past the fear to act on that inspired idea. So that's coming to this awareness, but you're ready for it now. Mm-hmm. The whole time, the, the whole, whole time, time, you're ready the for it now. Time. But it might look differently than you think. Now, had your character embraced him, saw, oh my God, he's such a great dad. He went through all this trouble. This is who he really is. He's so authentic in this. He's just a being of pure love. All he wants to do is be with his children and support her in this. If she had seen that, but you couldn't see that in that moment. No. I get to at the end, though. It's wonderful. It's exactly. it, and we get to to take that next step. Yeah. But the time, this idea of time, and this um, coming through Joshua frequently in the last calls of bringing it all in to the present moment. Uh, there's a thread going on on Jessica's limiting belief page, um, and there's some really exciting ideas uh, talking about our language surrounding time the whole time. You know, and and as you're talking now, I'm seeing like it because it's the whole, it's complete, it's both, and 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 some of the ideas expressed were about the spacious present and and time as an Jerry had said this, um, Maslin, time as an experiential reflection of our vibrational frequency, and somebody else talked about the layers of it, and and I got that we're all trying to s- describe the felt shape of time, the the experienced. We're in physical reality, the felt shape of time. And and when you talk about bringing it all in, I, I was like, uh, because Jerry Maslin was also talking about the expansion of it. It's both at the same time, expanding and coming in. That is the inflection point. It's physical. It's, it's a moment, a fulcrum of stillness is what I described it as. So think of time from your perspective as a crystal ball. And on the outside of the crystal ball are all your desires and all your fears. Mm-hmm. Inside the middle, the center of this crystal ball is a little ball of light. Mm-hmm. And it's attracted to the desires. So it's taken from the center and mm-hmm. it's moved out towards the desires. And then it comes over to the fears on the other side. And then something happens and it bounces over there and something happens, bounces over there. Then it, then you worry about the future 
And so it goes over to the future. And then you regret the past, mm -hmm. it goes over to the past. It's never in the center. Mm -hmm. The center of it is where the present moment is and the zero choice point is established. The yes. center. So when you're living life, perceiving that outside conditions can make you feel something, that little ball of energy is bouncing off the sides of the globe, the sides of the crystal ball. It's just boing, 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 boing all over the place. Boing, 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 boing. It's never in the center. As you process your limiting beliefs, as you get more clear about who you are, the little balls radiating around near the center. But there's some desire over there, some ideals, some attachment to outcomes, mm -hmm. some tiny little fear, some worry about the past, some worry about the future. It's, but it's closer to the center. To be at the center is to be this absolutely neutral state. Now you're not there yet. This is just a concept, just an idea. There's no reason to be there yet. But we're pointing out that in the center, that's where the connection to source consciousness is. The intelligence of source. The inspiration coming directly from source. No more need to worry about your guides and supporters, your inner self guiding you through emotions. The absolute pureness of source is in that zero choice point. Yes. The direct communication with source, the absolute connection with source, the feeling of that connection of all that is, the power of all that, in that point, that unlocks any idea, any inspiration, any possibility that has never been unlocked before for you. Yeah. And, and it's there, been there the whole time, the whole time, the whole time. <laughs> that's how miracles are created. Yes. And yes. so miracles happen, oh, once every once in a while, but they could be created all the time, yeah. all the time by anyone who reaches that point. And that's yeah. all we're trying to explain. Yeah. It's been there, the everything you wanted, everything you want through all your lifetimes has been there waiting for you, but you had to get to a certain level of awareness and understanding and clarity and emotional sensitivity to be able to push past fear enough to demand that there is an answer to your question. Mm -hmm. To demand what is actually going on here? Who am I really? Why mm -hmm. am I here? Once you had the feelings of worthiness elevated to a certain level and your vibration elevated to a certain level, you dare to ask the question. Maybe silently, maybe unconsciously, somewhere and you ask the question. Imagine living just decades ago, in the strict religious context of pretty much anywhere on earth, you dare not ask how you're related to God or where God is within you or that you're God itself or that you're even perfect because only God can be perfect. You dare not ask these things. Now you've asked them and this is why we've come. And with that, we are complete. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, Joshua. Have a wonderful week. Well, I think this episode really gives you an idea of what the Ascension experience is all about. It also helps you look at people in your life who are not as far along as you are on their journey and they're still going through manifestation events and having difficulties because they're perceiving themselves as a victim. But that's all part of the journey. You have to have those experiences first before you can get to these higher levels and they'll make their way there at some point. And there's also, you know, there's a reason they're in your life because you're going to be the example of alignment for them to 
follow. We don't really have any examples, um, you know, of how this stuff really works. So we're becoming the examples that other people will follow. Um, remember that we have an Ascension experience starting on Monday. Go to the teachingsofjoshua.com and click on the Ascension experience and you can see all the courses that we have there. We have a coupon code just for this group. So don't wait. This is the time to do it. And the coupon code is 50OFF to get $50 off. If you have any questions for me, please send me to send them to me at garybodley at gmail.com. And of course, remember to leave a comment, leave a review, do all that stuff. We really appreciate everything you can do, and we will see you next time. Bye.